What's going on, guys? AJ here bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. Um, I'm going to give you guys a breakdown of the Beyond Resume internal execution of what I have so far. As I've told you guys time and time and time again, what I like to do is I like to prepare myself if I ever need to go back in-house. I know that's not a very um, full pot committed entrepreneurial thing to do, but it's what I need to do. It's what I have to do. It's what I'm going to do to make sure that I'm being very practical with um, which is my career plans and things of that nature. And so the Beyond Resume Execution, I, I told you guys, is a break off of what I'm doing as an independent brand. And so there's a Beyond Resume Execution that I'm doing externally with a partner by the name of Jessica that I'm uh, very excited about. Um, but uh, I noticed as I was building out the Beyond Brand Execution and the Beyond Resume Execution that there was an internal situation that probably could occur that was happening external that me that uh, with me and Jessica or Jessica and I rather that um that I probably could uh, bring in house if if needed and I think I just want to give it to you guys because you guys should be doing this on behalf uh, of your employees right like in my personal opinion Jessica and I maybe maybe and that's a strong maybe should not even have a career in this space because organizations, if they are doing the right things, should be having this already built into their organization. So uh, step number one, give you guys the overall concept of Beyond Resume. Once again, when I think about Beyond Resume, I think about shifting the employee-employer relationship to one that gives the job seeker a bit more control. You know, helping job seekers find that clarity, helping job seekers find that confidence, helping them find that voice. I think about helping job seekers communicate where they want to be, what they want to do. And not only that, because I think a lot of organizations may unpack that, but what are their non-negotiables at a very operational level? What are their, you know, what are their settling bare minimums at, at a very operational level? You know, where are they now at a very operational level as it pertains to being an employee at 47 versus when they were 32 versus when they were 38? I don't think enough employees really bake that out. I want to understand and truly figure out the, the, this, this, these, these attributes, these, these realities, this kind context. And then Beyond Resume is a step-by-step process, guys, with a formula connected to it that any job seeker can follow. And then that's the external version. And then any brand leader, manager internally can put them through this process as well. And again, this process will entail a lot of different categories that I call the core 18. And then the overall outcome is very simple. Once we facilitate the Beyond Resume on behalf of the employee, they're going to get two outcomes. Number one, as an organization, we're going to get the outcome of actually understanding who we are potentially bringing into the org. And then what we're also going to get, or the employee rather is going to get, is now, even if they don't have an opportunity to work for us, because maybe it's not an operational fit, they now have this data on themselves. They now have an opportunity to take this insight, take this information home and use it and apply it to their next opportunities as they look for their next roles. And I think that's a confidence booster. I think that's doing them a good deed as a human. And I think that's a good step from a career perspective. And I think for me, when I think about leaving potential applicants that maybe are not a good fit for us with that information, that's a good knock on the employer. That's not a knock. That's a good uptick. That's a good star, if you will, on our employer branding, right? Like if we help six or 12 or 15 of these folks over the course of a year unpack their beyond resume and they use that to go on and find thriving, you know, uh, roles within other companies, they can point back to us and say, you know what? Maybe it wasn't a good fit with this company, but I learned a lot about me. 
and I've never had any company during an interview process help me figure out me. And that's something that they can point to. Now, maybe we're a fashion brand. Maybe we're some sort of AI technology company. Maybe we're our, maybe we're an amazing consultancy firm and, and, and whoever they're talking to and pointing back to the, the support that we gave them may want to utilize us, may want to be, become a partner, may want to work for us as well. So employer branding can reach levels that I don't think a lot of people think about. So at a high level, that is what Beyond Resume is. Now, let me get into a little bit more details of, of how to actually go about this. And so for me, Step one is the following. We need to understand who's all going to be involved when it comes to the beyond resume. And how are we going to bake this into our, our hiring process? So beyond resume is crucial because, again, it will, it will help ensure that the brand and the applicants are a good fit. We have to ensure that. We have to understand that. And so beyond resume will give all applicants a great interview and a great hiring experience because it drives and unpacks the realities again of who they are. And then it gives a brand, us, the opportunity to do the beyond brand execution and unpack who we are. And so it, it starts to turn into a TikTok type moment, not the dances that your, uh, your young teens may be doing, but a TikTok moment where we can provide our beyond brand, they can provide our beyond, their beyond resume, and we can live in the middle and figure out what works. Um, so let me get into the step-by-step. Step. So first, we need to figure out who needs to be involved with the designing and facilitation um, from an internal perspective of the Beyond Resume. So number one, and I'm putting my finger up literally, the head of people. The head of people should be driving this execution A to fucking Z. And I said fucking and I dropped that F word because you guys know I'm not fucking around. So I just said that three times. And I'm saying all that because I want to see the head of people have full autonomy, full scope, full decision-making bandwidth within this execution. And so the head of people responsibility should be to hold meetings internally with the organization to figure out what their beyond brand points are, are going to be that they want to communicate. They should be having this information when it comes to um, the beyond resume pieces uh, around getting that and extracting that from the applicants. They should be the one actually at the last phase of the interviewing process, having the conversations, doing the, the facilitations. They will be galvanizing managers and leaders around both both concepts and both executions aka the beyond brand and the beyond resume and putting them in the right spots to be able to add value and, and add context and share thoughts and points of views. They're going to be running the entire show. Who else needs to be involved? Direct managers and or supervisors and the uh, HOP's assistant. So I'll just start with the HOP's assistant because it's a really easy one. Uh, they're going to be minutes uh, minutes and note takers. Like They're just going to be an admin. I think some of the internal meetings that the head of people will, will be having with fellow executives unpacking the beyond resume information and unpacking the beyond brand information, that all needs to be documented. That all needs to be written down. That all needs to be outlined. And so the admin will be doing that. Also, the admin, uh, you know, all, also the admin will be keeping the uh, the HOP honest with time, right? The conversations most definitely will go over. So the time is a really, really important thing to understand. We need to we need to find a nice groove of getting super, super duper deep and contextual, but also tailoring it back a little bit and figuring out and realizing that we still have an organization to run. And we can't get so deep into certain rabbit holes. So that's another thing that they'll be doing. And then lastly, 
Uh, lastly, they will be managing any and all communications and scheduling between managers and applicants and applicants and HOPs and HOPs and applicants and, and HOPs and managers. So they'll be doing all of that good stuff. Direct managers and supervisors. They will be building and uh, helpful and thoughtful emotional glue with the applicants. So when they are called up to be be inside of the meetings when it comes to extracting the beyond brand from their point of view and sharing some of their their uh, their best thoughts, they need to be doing a good job of that in a very emotional glue empathetic type way where they can build that connection and that bond. And these are going to be the direct managers of that given role. So we're not just talking about managers as a whole, but we're talking about if you're hiring someone in the marketing department, we're talking about the director of marketing. We're talking about uh, maybe an SEO lead. We're talking about maybe head of copywriting. We're talking about maybe the CMO, right? We're talking about anyone that is going to be uh, directly supporting and looking over and supervising any given role that's coming into the organization. Uh, they're also going to be filling in context gaps. And then finally, they're going to be providing thoughtful responses to the applicant's data. Again, being very thoughtful and being very reactionary and empathetic to the realities. Let's get a little deeper into how this works, guys. Um, number one, they're going to go over all the uh, core 18 um Core eighteen categories with the candidate. They're going to review those ca- those uh, those uh, I'm blanking here. Those categories with the applicant guys. So I'm not going to read them all off to you, but I'll give you a few. They're going to read off my employee one on one needs. They're going to read off career mapping needs. They're going to read off contextual financial needs. They're going to read off direct report communication style needs. They're going to just give them a high level understanding of what these things are, and they're going to do this probably at. Interview number two, they're just going to brush over these things. And then for the folks that they can clearly tell are going to be a part of the last stages of the interviews, right? So you may bring in 15 people to interview for any given role for the last two to five, right? Two to four uh, individuals that are that are looking great, that are feeling great, that you think will be a great fit for the org. You guys are going to send them what I have that's called a core 18 reflection worksheet, all right? This core 18 reflection worksheet is designed to give our applicants a shot at finding out who they are from the operational lens first, first, before we begin our active facilitation process. So that's why I said first, I want them to go into this reflection mode in a very comforting, safe environment, whether it's in their bedroom and their home office, at a Starbucks, in their car. I want them to have no distractions or no pressures from us as the organization. This puts them in a safe place where they now have unlimited time to back out and really understand of who they are. As a brand, we want to understand and see the first reactions, the first gut answers, because that's the way the Corey Team Reflection Sheet really works. Excuse me, guys. The Corey Team Reflection Worksheet, and that was kind of gross. I kind of burped on here. Sorry about that. Uh, the core team um, reflection worksheet works in such a way where you just get into explaining and understanding all the different elements of every single bit of the core 18. And then you give them an opportunity to write down their first reactions, you know, jot down some bullet points, jot down some summaries, jot down whatever comes to you first mentally and emotionally. And then inevitably what we will do is they'll send that reflection worksheet back over. So this is sent over to them in an email. This is required part of the interview process. They will then send that back to us and have that data for us to review. 
And then from there, you guys can probably guess what the next steps will then be. The HOP, the direct managers and supervisors will then sit and reflect and understand and unpack the core 18 information. They'll take their own notes. They'll understand a little bit more about the applicants. And then we will get into some deeper stages and processes of this whole plan. So I'm going to pause right there to let you guys know this is vital because here's what the inevitable outcome looks like. If you guys can go through this whole process. Build the emotional glue, build up the build up the capabilities within the team members to conduct the core 18. The outcome is going to look like this. You as a brand, you are now going to have an upper hand. And again, I'll give you guys a couple of the categories here. You are now going to have an upper hand on genuinely understanding, on genuinely understanding and unpacking every single bit about who these individuals are from a true operational level. You're going to understand what their employee one on one needs. Are. You're going to understand what their change management and communication non-negotiable needs are. You're going to understand what type of meetings they've been a part of in the past and how and what type of meetings they want to be a part of in the future and the type of structures and, and day-to-day you know, executions and styles inside of those meetings and how they want to participate in those meetings around ways that they really want to do that. You're not going to understand their day-to-day culture needs. You're not going to understand the real-life support from an awareness and needs and contextual moments that are actually occurring in their lives. You are now going to understand who the hell you're getting. And now if you really like a candidate and you look at that data, you can now do some adjustments on the onboarding. You can now make some adjustments and give some updates to fellow team members. And you can now have really thoughtful data where you as an organization can now bake out your 30, 60, 90 plan for that applicant coming in. That is contextual to that applicant. It gives you an upper hand. It gives you an upper hand to retain the employee. It gives you an upper hand to make the first 30, 60, 90 uh, experience super productive. It gives you data right now and an upper hand on how to understand how to really interact with the employee operationally for, for at a minimum the first six months. It gives you an upper hand to really put them in the best positions to, pro- to, to win at a productivity and performance level. It gives you an upper hand to do what's right and what behooves you as a brand AKA getting a rock star fucking employee that's gonna knock it out of the park, that's gonna be in a very safe environment, and that's gonna execute. And who wouldn't want that? So I'm gonna pause. This is what I have so far on the Beyond Resume internal execution. Hope you guys enjoy this. We'll talk again soon.